0: Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews and Nintendo November and a month I've been looking for over 2 all year. My look at bad video game movies such as Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Tomb Raider and first up, Super Mario Brothers. This is the very first video game movie coming out in nineteen ninety-three with Nintendo's full backing and a budget of forty-two million and pulling at a meager twenty million with main leads that were drunk for most of the filming, and Dennis Hopper only doing this for his six-year-old at the time son, who turned out he didn't even like Nintendo, or indeed this movie, until after his father's death. With an incomplete script and studio meddling, no wonder this was one of the worst video game movies ever. Also, with a husband and wife director team who had not a clue what they were doing, and indeed were tyrants on set. And indeed, were hated by most of the cast and were fired several times by the studio and then brought back in and fired again and so on and so forth. Anyway, let's just dive into this turd before it sinks down a U-Bend, or wherever. Starring Bob Hopkins, John Legozano, Dennis Hopper, Samantha Mathis, Fiona Shaw, and Lance Henriksen. Directed by Annabel Jackal and Rocky Morton. That plot: two plumbers, who just happen to be brothers, must rescue a princess from the evil dictator in a parallel world. Can't stop the evil King Koopa before he turns this world into a mushroom world, or a mushroom kingdom. Even. The movie opens up with the Mario Bros. theme, then onto the computer graphics that would make the Phillips CDI blush. Of dinosaurs getting killed off 65 million years ago, sound familiar? By a gigantic meteor. Hmm. Very Jurassic Park. As Homer Simpson himself, Dan Castarella gives us the story of how the meteor strike split the world. Into two, as we note. One dimension is run by man, and the other dimension is run by a reptile. In a voiceover, using a really bad New York style wise guy accent, they then rip off the Jurassic Park theme for a few bars, and this is truly fucking shocking. Flash forward to 1973. Well, it says 20 years ago, so I'm guessing 1973 is this came out in 1993, and we see a woman played by Samantha Mathis, who is also plays Daisy, the princess of the Mushroom Kingdom. Is this woman Peach? Hmm. Anyway, Sam Mathis of American Psycho, A Broken Arrow, and a strange TV show. She's shown running for her life, carrying her baby in her arms. She dumps the baby at a church along with Meteor Peace, and then runs back down to the sewers to stop King Koopa. And was it not Bowser, said Cooper, played by the late, great Dennis Hopper of Easy Rider, Apocalypse Now, Speed, Land of the Dead, where he pretty much plays the same character, and takes Chainsaw on Massacre 2, as well as dozens other movies and TV shows. And I love how Hopper knows this is a bad movie and just goes with it, chewing up the scenery and hamming up no style. I also like the fact that he walks like a T Rex with his hands out like a T Rex, teeny little front arms. Mm. As a woman dies in a cave in, do we see her baby, an egg, hatch and Daisy is born to a surprise of the nuns. Fast forward to now, 1993, and we meet the Mario brothers. Mario, played by the late, great Bob Hopkins of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Hook, Mermaids and Nixon. And Luigi, played by John Legozano of Spawn, Land of the Dead, John Wick and of course the S-Age movies. In this, Mario is a no-nonsense kind of guy. Just trying to stay afloat, where Luigi is a dreamer and believes in the paranormal. Oh, and I should mention straight off the bat that the joke of this movie is that Mario Bros' name are Mario. So that's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario, because that's funny, right? I hope you like that joke, because it goes on for a bloody movie. There's a drop line about a woman being kidnapped throughout the city of New York, important for later. And yet, none of it is actually reported, except for one crackpot newspaper, Caden. The Mario Brothers' main rival in this is Scapelli, played by Gianni Russo of Godfather movies, Any Given Sunday, and Seabiscuit. See, he's a dirty, underhanded plumber, industrialist, uh, who also has political connections and is kind of a Donald Trump wannabe. At every turn, he seems to be one step ahead of the Mario Brothers, and in some cases, is actually sabotaging their work. On to introduction to Daisy. Uh, she's a university student looking for dinosaur bones in New York. Facing the two towers, right where Scapelli wants to build his latest skyscraper, she throws him off the dig site. Then goes to get help. It's here she bumps into the mario brothers, onto the idiot henchmen of this movie, and might even be the Cooper kids. Hmm. Iggy, played by Fisher Stevens of Short Circuit movies, Lost and Awake, and Spike, played by Richard Edson of Good Morning Vietnam, Platoon, and Howard the Duck. These two drive up the bloody wall. Even after they were evolved into smart beings, they're still dumb as all hell and super annoying. It turns out it's been these two idiots have been kidnapping women all over New York. They follow New York City that is. They follow Daisy from the dig site and almost kidnap her. However, she bumps into Luigi and he falls head over heels in love. Wait, I thought Daisy was Mario's girl. Okay then. And note, it's here Bob Hopkins broke his finger on a rust bucket van's sliding door and had to wear a cast through the entire movie which was painted pink. It's also here on day three of shooting that he started drinking heavily according to the behind the scenes, he was drunk for most of this bloody movie. Anyway, Luigi asked days out, so that night at dinner, do we meet Mario's girlfriend Daniela? Really? could you have called her Peach or at least had her name called Peach? Get in. Played by Diana Kaminsky of Big and BL Striker, What the fuck that is? Over dinner, Daisy explains she thinks the meteor that killed dinosaurs hit New York and they've finally found bones over the dig site. Kaden. Also during dinner, Dewey find out Luigi has no mother or father and Mario brought him up much like Daisy was as she was indeed abandoned. Specking a gate, follow Mario and his girlfriend thinking she is Daisy and kidnap her as Daisy and Luigi go back to dig site to flock around. She shows Luigi some dinosaur bones which were supposed to be Cooper and her mother from 20 years earlier, yet they're fossilized. Ooh, in. However, Scapelli's men flood the dig site, so Luigi runs for Mario. As Mario and Luigi fix the pipes, and why did no one notice the bloody bones when they laid the pipes? Hmm. Does, does Daisy get kidnapped by Spike and Iggy? Mario and Luigi give chase until they run to a solid rock wall. Daisy fights her way back through, and before being dragged back through, Luigi snaps off the rock from around her neck, and note the CGI here is truly pathetic, and looks barely finished. Man and Luigi jump through the rock wall, and finding themselves in Dino Hatton, a dystopian world very much like a wannabe blade, blade Runner, ran by dinosaurs run by the evil King Koopa. Why oh, is it about time? it's a dystopian future? Is it always Blade Runner, the copy? Or it's Mad Max, a franchise I covered in March. Check my archives. Why can't Hollywood come up with something more original and something shiny and new? Mm, it's always Blade Runner or Mad Max. Up to Koopa Tower, how very Donald Trump. Do we meet Koopa's right-hand woman, Leah? Played by Fiona Shaw of the Harry Potter movies, True Blood. Dorian Gray and 1998's Avenger. No, not that one, but the one with Steed and Mrs. Peel. She's the power mad as Cooper and just as ruthless. Cooper wants to use the rock piece Daisy has to merge both worlds back into one to take over the world using his de-evolution rays to turn humans into monkeys. Mario Luigi get mugged by an old woman and have the meteor piece stolen by Burgo. I think that's what she's called. In this played by Francesca Roberts of Legally Blonde and Beale. She's the bouncer slash bar manager of the one club in town, which I think that's what she is, because she just, just stalks around the place, all meaning nasty. She uses her thwomp boots to get away by clicking ears together and flying into the air, and that is not what the thwomp bit does in no Mario Bros. It's a thing that destroys everything on screen. Not a bloody flying boots. I'm crying out loud. I'm surprised this bloody thing it doesn't have mushrooms and fire flowers and God knows what, and flashing stars, for God's sake rip off the video game, rip it off right. And anyway, moving on, with Cooper putting an APB out for the plumbers, they're quickly arrested along with Toad, played by Mojo Nixon, who according to the behind the scenes was terrified of Dennis Hopper, and indeed had a panic attack in a devolution chair. They're taken to the corrupt police station to be jailed, where Cooper tries to trick them into handing over the rock piece. Too bad they don't have it, so Cooper takes him to be devolved, and here we see Toad Turn into one of Cooper's mindless Goombas goons. Except Toad is different, he keeps some of his personality for some reason. Oh, yes, I also got to mention the terrible CGI here, as Toad goes from human to shrunken head goon. Very much looking like Doc Croc from Amazing Spider Man. One, that is. I noticed the slime already on the Devo chair. Hmm, as Mario pushes Cooper onto it, well, that was a de evolved person that was somehow cut from this movie but is actually on the behind the scenes stuff because apparently there's 20 minutes of missing footage isn't even shown on a bloody shiny new blu-ray it came out a few years back with well, the mario brothers now on a the run they easily escape cooper's jail steal a comp car and drive into the desert and what i never got if these cars are all supposed to be dodgem style cars how can these run off grid after a hilarious car chase you're right do the mario brothers escape into a judge dread style desert see much like in that movie there's nothing beyond the city they find shy guys used as garbage men and sneak back into town cuba sends leah to get daisy and have her cleaned as he's finally had enough of spike and iggy's idiocy so makes them smarter in a devolution chair so with them now smart cooper sends them off into the desert to find the Mario bros meanwhile lena tries to kill daisy However, Yoshi saves Daisy by taking a knife to the neck after attacking Leia with his tongue. And note, Yoshi was a three-foot robot, rubber dinosaur that took 20 people to control and cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Back with Mario and Luigi as they find the ever-annoying Spike and Iggy stuck in the mud. So capture them and bargain with them to get Daisy and a Rock, only they tell Luigi what Cooper wants with The Rock and yet he still agrees because Luigi's a fucking idiot. Cut to a terrible CGI flying shot over the city of Dino Hatton and I will not comment on the Twin Cooper towers one being half destroyed. Finally Mario and Luigi get back into town and they get dressed in their iconic outfits only took them 66 minutes of an hour and 40 minute bloody movie. Oh I forgot, before that happens there's a dance scene where Mario gets The Rock from Burdo dressed in what I can only describe as pimp suits, yellow and red, and couldn't have not, not, not have been yellow and purple, hello, while and Wario. <sighs> After the terrible song, what a dinosaur from the BC 52s, sorry, B 52s, do Mario and Luigi escape? And finally, at the 66 minute mark, do Mario brothers dress in their iconic outfits? They decide to free Cooper Tower because... Their cold bloodied animals, I guess, and that would kill them. Kieran. On to the most terrible running joke of the last 30 minutes. Cooper ordering a pizza. And who thought this is funny? Who? This goes on and on and on and drags through the last fucking 20 minutes or so. On to the other running joke of this movie where... Mario and Luigi teach the Goombas to dance. Okay, this one's a little bit funny. Mind you, at this point in the desert of shit, a little oasis of humor was welcome respite as this movie just is awful. Oh yeah, and I also got Leah stole the rock from Mario at the bar, so decides to go into business for herself after Cooper brushes off her advances. Too bad she can't control the power of merging the both worlds and is killed in a blast wave, but not before. She tries to kill Daisy, as I said, with Yoshi's help. Daisy escapes and Yoshi gets stabbed in the neck, with Daisy running around the tower and spiking Iggy, now on her side. She helps Toad out who was set a by the Goombas using their Kumba sorry Koopa flamethrower guns. Spike and Iggy take Daisy to see her father, the king, and it turns out he's the fungus and Kumba turned him into it decades ago and that's why he's helping out Mario, Mario brothers such as stopping them falling to their deaths at the desert or giving them a bomb because he's the fungus that's choking the city. Back to the Mario brothers rescuing the New York girls from their prison cell by escaping down the now frozen pipes using a mattress and as a sleigh even. The Goombas give chase but are stopped literally by Mario throwing a wrench in their path. Now to the pipes and uh, Thankfully this scene drags for a good bloody five minutes. Does Koopa uh, hold them at gunpoint after quickly catching them? And like every good bad guy does, he monologues them his entire plan, giving Mario enough time to fight back and make Koopa drop the rock, which falls into Leah's hand, and as I said, she gets fired for it. Mario tricks Koopa into thinking he has the rock, which he doesn't, as it just as surely sees, and he uses up a-, a bomb on him which in this is a teeny wind-up toy bomb, with a short fuse and a huge kick. Unfortunately, it falls into the streets below Kumba, and just as Kumba goes in for the kill, does the two worlds start to merge in some really piss-poor effects. And note, during filming this fight scene, was Bob Hoskins run over by one of the cars, and he suffered a broken leg, which is hidden by a cast, which is painted like one of the um, thump boots. Anyway, in the real world, Koopa turns Scapella into a chimp and note, the handheld Devo gun is actually a Nintendo Light Blaster painted silver. As this is happening, Luigi gets the rock, forced into place by Leah out and Mario and Koopa return to Dino Hatton. It's the final showdown. Toad gives Daisy two Devo guns and then plays music to distract the Goombas. Mario fires one of the Devo guns to Koopa and is blown up by a bomb under his feet. He is turned into a really bad rubber T-Rex, then into slime. This somehow brings the king back and it's Lance Henriksen blowing Rice Krispies from his hands for some reason. Mario and Luigi return back to New York. Everything is happy ever after, right? Wrong! Even though Mario has saved the day, got his girl back and killed Cooper, weeks later a messed up Daisy armed with a Cooper flame gun, bursts into the flat asking for help as credits roll. So that was Super Mario Brothers, and I'm sorry but a good movie is in another castle. This is just a mess of a movie, with unconnecting plot strands, terrible CGI and subpar acting. The script is another shambles, and no wonder Hopkins and Hopper said this was the worst movie of their career. Apparently, that was an unfinished script, and the beginning and ending was tacked on last minute. I'm going to give this thing a 1 up out of 10. No wonder Nintendo went another movie. No wonder Nintendo never made another movie. Come back next week for my look at Street Fighter starring the one and only Kelly Minogue. Then Mortal Kombat movies wrapping up with Tomb Raider. December is festive funny such as Christmas Vacation, January is John company movies such as The Fog. And don't forget to leave a like, follow and comment on my SoundCloud. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod, and email me movie suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other Franchise podcasts of Resident Evil, Underworld, Gremlins, Critters and more Also my solo podcast of Viva Vendetta, Scream, Doctor Who the Movie and many more And a goodbye and I won't be pressing continue as this movie is terrible